connecting to the AOC Podcast Network. Enjoy your stay. What is AOC? What is community media? Maybe these are small questions, but they have big answers. So big, in fact, that we had to make a whole podcast about just that. The short answer is in our mission statement, building an informed and engaged community through media, technology, and education. I'm Matt Roberts. On this week's episode, William and I talked to AOC Executive Director Ed Bowie about how the universe led him to community media. Skip and William talk about gear at NAB this year, and if you listen hard enough, you can even hear them drool. Ed Bowie has been the executive director at AOC Community Media for the past 17 years. He guided AOC in growing from a public access TV station housed in Lafayette's old public library to a custom-built modern community media center. Ed's journey with public access media is a wild story that he assures us he is collecting to be published at some untold date. Ed told us a little bit of the story, and if you come by AOC, you can probably hear most of the rest of it over a cup of coffee. How much of my story do you want? I was born in 1949 mm-hmm. in Vicksburg, Perfect. Mississippi. Okay, I'm going. Right. until I became aware at about the age of four. That was still Vicksburg. <laughs> That's when you knew <laughs> you were there? Yeah, I knew I was alive, and I knew I was in Vicksburg. <laughs> and then uh, after growing up, <clears throat> spent most of my teenage years not paying much attention to school or anything. That story sounds familiar. I went to, yeah. yeah. I went away to school because that's what everybody in my family did. I went away to school and ended up at UL Lafayette. It was called USL at the time. And uh, continued to do pretty much the same thing in college I'd done in high school except go to school because they didn't force you to show up for class. And so there you go. And then not long after that, they instituted this thing called the lottery. And I do not mean the scratch-off tickets. I mean, do you want to go to Vietnam or you're not? And because my grade point average had managed to stay exactly where you had to stay to not get kicked out, but you could be on probation. There was this little gray area. I had fine-tuned the gray area and was on a real roll. Um, But I had pretty much run out of uh, welcome. And the lottery came up and said, number 99. Damn the bad luck. So I knew I was going to get drafted pretty soon, so I beat feet down to the enrollment office and signed up. I took the bait. Sure, son, sign here, and you can be a photographer, and we won't send you to Vietnam. The idea was you got a better deal if yeah, you signed up. Yeah, if you up. signed up, you get a better deal. Deal number one, I didn't have to be in the Navy, and I wasn't going to be on no boat or anything. So I said, I don't want to do any of that. Let's get this cleared up. So he said, sure, photography, guarantee you that, and you won't be in Vietnam. It would take care of you, brother. Sign here. So I did. And then I got dropped off at the custom house and got on the bus, and Got to Fort Polk, and the first guy says, uh, okay, I'll use it. And he used some expletives and so forth and line up here, yada, 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 yada. You know, he said, everybody who thinks they're a photographer and not going to Vietnam, you're a dumb <laughs> 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 Get on that line and go to Vietnam. So after I got back from Vietnam, I was one hell of a lot smarter, believe me. Well, and I hit the real world, make a longer story short, use a GI Bill, work for Harry Connick's office. And back when Harry was a little teenage, and he wasn't even a teenager, he was 12 years old. 
uh, and I photo- photographed him for Harry, in fact, uh, Big Harry and Little Harry. <laughs> Worked there for a while, and that was my break into the real, the suit world, because I had to have a suit on and everything, and I worked with lawyers and all that. And it was oh, yeah. a grant, and I dealt with money and everything. And that was a good start. And then I stumbled into an idea that had come up in conversation to open a camera store in Lafayette, where I'd gone to school. And because I wanted to be a photographer, and I thought I knew something, uh, found an investor and opened what is now in town called the Camera Center. Well, I guess it's still there. Maybe it's gone. Uh, myself and some partners opened the Camera Center. Did that for a very long time in an episode number 583 next week, whenever. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you about that experience. <clears throat> Got out of that. <sighs> thought I could be a photographer. Spent a whole long time proving I couldn't. Uh, went through some personal exchanges with the Lord, so to speak. Uh, got kind of weirded out and stumbled upon being a photographer for a long time and then got snatched out of that funk uh, by Goodwill Industries, of all things. By a happy accident, they needed a marketing person, and I happened to uh, be in a position to chat up the person who was doing the hiring, and I got, got taken on with Goodwill as a marketing person. Uh, and it's only spent a couple of years there, but it was a hugely educational experience and uh, yeah. Yeah. really mind-blowing. And left there to go to the Cajun Dome to help with their marketing, which mm. was also mind-blowing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a whole other way. Yeah, in a wholly different way. But between the, 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 the people and those organizations that I was exposed to and what I saw, and, and it happened in maybe a three-year period, about 99% of everything I ever learned, uh, I learned right there. I mean, these yeah. awesome experiences. And it all led up to, and this is where it gets creepier, uh, I left the Cajun Dome to become what I referred to as a consultant, mm-hmm. which was to say I was unemployed uh, and got a phone call one afternoon and, and, and picked up the phone and this girl says, hey, this is, uh, her name was Carol. Hey, this is Carol. Just want to let you know I'm leaving Lafayette. I'm moving back to Dallas. And I had met her at the Cajun Dome. She was a radio person or something. And I barely knew her. I mean, barely knew her. <clears throat> Not as well as I know whoever's listening right now. <laughs> and I said, well, gee, Carol, that's awesome. Why are you telling me this? She said, well, I really like working with you. And I just want to let you know I'm going. But I, I, I just heard about this job opening <clears throat> over at AOC, and you really ought to go give them a whirl. I said, what are you talking about? AOC, that's where they, the clans over there, and the <laughs> snake pit, and who in the hell, nobody in the right mind. You fool, I ain't going there. I'm a consultant now. <clears throat> she said, okay, see you, and she left. And I'll, I'll shorten a whole lot of the story, but the next, the next, a very short time later, my wife walks in the house and says, hey, man, I just had it done. She calls me, but hey, bud, I had lunch today with a guy, works uh, at the time called TCA Cable, and he's on the board of this thing called AOC up in here, and they're looking for somebody, and wanted to know if, if maybe you'd be interested in the job at AOC. And I said, well, I said, but I'm a consultant. I don't need a job at AOC. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? She said, well, maybe you ought to consult with something about going, look into this. I said, I'm laughing. I said, AOC, just says the hell, man. That's what I claim. I ain't going there. And I was at a funeral like the next day. This all happened within a week, man. I'm at a, that after party, after the funeral party. <clears throat> and another woman that barely knows me came up and said, you know, my office is across the street from AOC, and they're looking for help. Why don't you call them? And I said, okay, I get it. I'll do this. <laughs> and it gets creepier than that. The uh, the ad in the paper, I had to go to the ad and find out what to do. The ad in the paper says blind, didn't admit who they're writing to or anything. So I send us your resume. I send the resume and forget it. A month goes by, and I've forgotten that I sent the resume to this blind, so say blind ad. And I was delivering tapes for a client because as a consultant, I actually had a client and I was delivering a tape 
out at the cable time place, <clears throat> making small talk with a girl at the front desk, and somebody from the back comes out and says, "Hey, Ed, I recognized your voice. I hadn't seen you in a while. How you doing? Uh, did, what you gonna do about that AOC thing?" And I said to her, "I said, well, you, what did hey, those? That was a month ago. <laughs> Screw that, man. That was a month ago. That that's who." She said, "Look, I'm on the board. They 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 sent application." packets to 10 of you and it's kind of a test you got to answer this thing hurry up this was friday i go to the post office box and there's this registered packet like 15 wow. pages <laughs> oh it was creepy guys and, and <laughs> it uh fill in a blank and a bunch of questions <clears throat> and because you know me you, you would interpret this more accurately than it's going to sound but i was kind of a snarky and belligerent with some of my answers <laughs> but not over the top but it was yeah. kind of like you know if you're going to ask me this i'll just tell you the truth but yeah. i was i was honest yeah yeah got called back for an interview i still didn't want the job it's like aoc is holy cow are you kidding me? <laughs> and i go to the air this job interview and they have it and held in a secret location away from the building uh and they call me into a room and it was me at the end of a long wooden table and it's like in my memory, I see it like with the fisheye effect, and they're at the end of this long table, and there's five of them down there. I swear to you, even in, at the time, I said, this looks like a freaking mob scene. They're going to take me out, or they're judges or something. And they interviewed me for like five hours. Wow. Was, and about two and a half hours in, because I'd gone in like, yes, sir, or no, sir, a benefit, assets, paradigm shifting. And finally, I said, man, this is... This is really something. But I, <laughs> brutal. If you guys are going to be the board and I'm going to work for you, you're going to have to know what you're dealing with. And let's just cut the <laughs> and get to it. <laughs> and a couple of days later, they made me the offer, and then the rest is kind of a history. As nice. it turned out, yeah. all of that happened by 100%. The universe made all that happen in front of me. Just I mean, aligned. And it, it, every bit of it happened. Uh, there's no other explanation. The first girl calling me was astounding enough. And I'd had biz, done business with her, and, and I didn't know her well enough. And it, yeah. And then the person at the funeral, you know, the wife having right. lunch and making connection, I could remotely see how that might have happened. Yeah. yeah. But the, and then if I hadn't been at the because part of the test that when I dropped off the that tape and the board member came out and said go to the post office, you have to answer these questions by the end of the week because it's a test for your responsibilities. <laughs> so I spent the weekend writing my my answers to their quiz. And that's how I got here. And yeah. how long? That was the between. question about an hour ago, right? I don't think I've ever heard that story <laughs> yeah, before. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. For well, that was a long way of going. Yeah. That's how I ended up here. That's wild. Yeah. So just brutal interview. But how long was it between the time you submitted that packet of paperwork? Till oh, it was a long time. It was really a long time. This is, this is it, the, the place was, let me just tell you, this place was seriously dysfunctional. And, and credit to the board members. They took the job knowing what they were doing, which was, we got a mess on our hands. We got to do something here. Uh, they had no executive director. Uh, the the first respond to the ad was a month. And here again, wow. I got, and wow. it was another long time, like a month, a month and a half before they interviewed me. And then when they interviewed me, it was interview one was on a Thursday. Interview, maybe even the next day, they called and said, we're gonna set up another interview on Monday. And on Holy. Monday, they said, can you start tomorrow? And I said, no, <laughs> dude, my consulting business has yeah. to be shut down. Uh, I gotta have a couple of days. She said, well, you, you, you gotta hurry up, start right now. <laughs> and then they said, okay. And said, well, meet us at Don's restaurant. The whole board will be there. Because you hadn't met them all. You just met the interview committee and everything. You only met five of them. Huh. So when you get to Don's, you're going to sign a contract, and it'll be awesome. I said, great, man. I ran. I put my neck down and went to Don's. <laughs> and they came in. And the ones who had done the – because by then it had become sort of a recruiting thing. I thought I was getting the job. They thought they had found a sucker. <laughs> uh, so they were kind of – and they, they took me into the room, and we were in the corner at Don's. I'll never forget this. And it was like eight or nine of them at the table. 
and they very ceremoniously, here is Ed's contract, da da da, and they gave me a pen, and the first guy signed it, and the witness signed it, and then I signed it, and I swear to you, I signed it, and that's the sound of me putting the pen down, and then the guy says, oh, we got one, I quit. Across, one I, we got one, I quit. Somebody else says, you can't quit, I quit too. And about, <laughs> about four of them right on the spot said, we got him, I'm out. Uh, wow. And then, almost immediately, somebody else calls somebody else out for not dealing with the festival the right way, and it was, I'll do the festival the way I want. Uh-huh. And it, it was, it, I said, oh man, what, what's the festival? <laughs> Which is, you know, now I know it's the <laughs> so, biggest headache or, or privilege, if you will. I mean, it's where so we put a lot of effort. Broke, the dam broke, yeah. and all and the it was, bad And then I never saw out. the whole board again for like three years. Uh, wow. Even after I recruited new members, I could never get them all in one space at one time. Yeah. Uh, they'd come in, tell me to do something differently, or kiss it. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a stunning, and, and, and whew, <laughs> the crazy time. All right. So all right. Are we, uh, we're still rolling? What are we doing here? We're rolling, but that's uh, that is that's all your questions? information. Yeah. But can you tell me about your life to this point? And I did, so now <laughs> you, you did. know. That's coming at a later interview. Thanks for sharing the, the stories with us, too. All right. We're going to put all this together and call it episode one. Yes. There are some workshops coming up at AOC Community Media. Tuesday, May 5th, AOC presents Orientation. At Orientation, you'll discover the benefits of joining AOC, all that you can do, as well as how to successfully reserve AOC's resources. A brief rundown of the studio's editing lab and portable equipment available is included in the Orientation. This free workshop is happening May 5th at 6 p.m. and is a prerequisite to using any of AOC's portable equipment or facilities. Monday, May 11th, AOC offers editing in Final Cut Pro for beginners. This is a beginner's class introducing participants to the editing program most used at AOC. Students will learn the main functions of Final Cut Pro 10, including trimming clips, adding text and audio, and exporting and submitting content for air. Also, Monday, May 11th, is Muse Podcast Production. Our Muse classes are designed for teens ages 12 to 18 and are absolutely free. In this workshop, you will learn to identify talent for podcasts as well as asset management and show scripting. On Tuesday, May 12th, anyone can come to the free Tidbits workshop, Citizen Journalism. Learn how citizens can play an active role in the process of collecting, reporting, analyzing, and disseminating news and information. You can register for any workshop online at aocinc.org. You can also register in person at our office located at the Rosa Parks Transportation Center in downtown Lafayette.
All right, welcome back, AOC Podcast listeners. We're here uh, talking about this past Monday. What was that? Uh, the 13th was the National Association of Broadcasters Tech Show, I guess. Uh, and I brought kind of skip in. I wanted to talk about uh, some of the cameras they had released because, in my mind, Black Magic kind of stole that show. Uh, the very first day with the release of their uh, Ursa Mini, which, if you haven't done a quick Google search on that yet, uh, Blackmagic has released their, I guess what you could call their drone camera, that's what everybody seems to be associating associating it with, uh, for about $3,000, and so yeah... no, the drone camera's a thousand. Is it only a thousand? It's a nine ninety five, and it's basically their version of a GoPro with interchangeable lens. Yeah, so. and and what it's on Wi Fi control, like um, the GoPro is, or I, no, I don't I remember it, looking it up. I think it hooks up through uh, radio control um, and land C, like most of the drone cameras. Let me oh, that's here. right. It's their Ursa, the Ursa that's three three grand. Yeah. But yeah, if you guys haven't, uh, if you haven't been keeping up with NAB, we wanted to talk, I wanted to, the highlights for me, the things that I thought were the coolest that I want to, uh, wanted to go over right now. And, and you can find videos for all of these tech demos. Uh, but if my thing would load here, it's definitely the Ursa Mini from Blackmagic, uh, and their little drone camera. What's the name of their drone camera? It's called the Micro Cinema Camera for so, 995 definitely check those out those were very cool uh the drone camera especially it's it just the fact that black magic has gotten into it it looked really impressive they also made a mini broadcast camera that's the same body as the drone camera it's just different internals but it's for is that the the production and pocket camera or whatever it's like i was gonna mention that too yeah the the 4k production and pocket cinema camera uh was very cool uh they had some really cool really cheap i mean cheap i guess for the average uh professional and not that expensive if you're talking about from uh from an amateur standpoint still on the pricey end but not as expensive as some of this other stuff uh hands-on uh made uh are released i'm sorry hands-on uh free fly released a new camera stabilizer uh for just under two grand that is looks really really neat really really easy to use sets up really quickly straight out of the box uh some really cool really uh neat tripods were released i'm not going to get into all of those uh but did you guys see anything else, like that really stuck out to you guys that you really thought was cool at NAB? Uh, DJI have uh, the Inspire Copter, the drone out now, and they came out with the Phantom 3 with a 4K non-fisheye lens on both, which nice. is nice, and they're both gimbaled so that it stays level no matter how you fly it. That's awesome. And Boozy was showing, Boozy I'm sure would love to get his hands on one of those because he was showing me some... Uh, some drone footage with not those particular drones, but I think he was showing them to you too, where they had pretty much CGI'd like the light effects from, uh, what is it? From one of the Star Wars movies where they're on indoor, like doing the, oh, yeah, yeah. the, the we force were watching of indoor. Those the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so those cameras, those, those drone copters are cool. And the things people are using them for are really, really cool. Uh, 
Was there anything else that you had seen? There was a really cool, uh, they were doing compact jib demonstrations, and this isn't so much of a product as just a video that I saw them doing. Uh, and one of the, one of the, I guess, uh, distributors out there had their, their jib set up, but they were also doing like demonstrations on how to build your own like scrap jib, which was really cool. Uh, so I definitely recommend like just going out and checking out these, these nab tech demos. If you're not familiar with them, if you haven't seen them. And if you're familiar with the, uh, samurai blade from Atomus, that's usually around $2,000, uh, video assist plus record black magic came out with one. That's only $500 and records and gives you full, uh, HD video assist on your camera, but also records at the same time to an SD card. Black magic's just, releasing and undercutting everybody it's terrible i mean it's awesome it's awesome but uh well that's really it was i mean i I really just wanted to kind of bring that stuff to y'all's attention if you guys haven't checked this stuff out this has kind of been our talk about cameras segment uh but definitely do a quick google search on some of the stuff we talked about we talked about the ursa mini we talked about the uh the what's their Blackmagic's uh, action cam called? Uh, uh, I think it's the micro cinema camera. The micro cinema camera. We talked about... Uh, the mini broadcast 4K. Yeah, their project and... Pro- uh, their production and pocket cinema camera, which is real cool. Uh, and just check out some of these NAB tech demos. Go go do some Googling on that. Uh, for the AOC podcast, I've been William McFarlane. Joining me has been Skip Shannon. Thank you very much for listening. The AOC Podcast is produced by AOC Community Media. Contributors include Ed Bowie, Deborah Duyon, Joe Boozy Ferguson, Nancy Judice, William McFarlane, and Skip Shannon. This week's episode was edited and hosted by me, Matt Roberts. Music in today's episode, I Dunno by Grapes. Drops of H2O, The Filtered Water Treatment by Jay Lang. The Long Goodbye by John Pazdan. Reverie Small Theme by Ghost. All music featured in today's episode is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license. AOC Community Media is located at the Rosa Parks Transportation Center, 101 Jefferson Street, Suite 100, Lafayette, Louisiana 70501. For more information, go to our website at aocinc.org, call 337-232-4434, or email info at aocinc.org. Until next time, stay informed and engaged.